Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermain and Adrian Barrage. Court is a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Birth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 grand final, except he got dropped after the prelim. We don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. And welcome to the Quarters and Barra podcast. I am Glenn Quartermain, Chief Sports Writer with the West Australian. Uh, alongside me is Adrian Barrett, Channel 7 reporter, Dash News Reader, Perth Football Club President <laughs> and a West Coast Eagles legend, <laughs> inaugural West Coast Eagle. Uh, we are brought to you by Tab Touch. Betty or bet with Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Barra. Another big lead up. Uh, Simo this morning speaking. Not too happy about my report uh, uh, of him owning two Hungry Jack stores. Are you are your ears burning, my friend? Uh, no, they're not burning. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. The only better, the only bloke more torched. Uh, and you you weren't torched today, okay? I'm just but just linking it to. I, I saw the greatest grab just before we get into what happened at Simo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Brett Ratton? Torch, Nick. Oh Rebot. yeah, did I what? <laughs> that was Matthew. Did I what? Let's well, let's recap on it. <laughs> he said, uh, "So Revolt torches Ratton." Oh, you you read it out. So so Ratton. So so Nick Revolt, St Kilda legend. He's come out and he said that you know the standards at St Kilda were subpar during Brett Ratton's tenure as senior coach. Right? He sort of said that on air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ratton, who normally doesn't have a crack and is pretty reserved sort of fella, isn't he? Conservative oh, very sort of much guy. so. Yeah. Lovely bloke. He says. On, on uh, television somewhere or radio says, well, to be honest, Nick's been to zero, really, at the footy club. He, in other words, he's hardly, he's never turned up at the joint. And the only time he came to the club was for free physio. <laughs> Isn't he overseas? He's gone overseas, though, Nick. Yeah, no, he's over in the US. Yeah, but during the, he's talking about the time when yeah. he was coaching. Oh, yeah, he yeah, never yeah. saw him. How yeah. would you know what, what our standards yeah, are like and if they're sub He torched him. Well, that's a very fair comeback. You didn't get torched, though, mate. There was a question about your, your story today, in, which I, I'll let you explain in a moment. Um, and Simo just sort of, he, he wanted to, he played the straight bat. He said it was kind of personal and it's his business opportunities. And uh, I th- he was sort of kind of alluding to, you know, privacy and stuff, but he didn't say that. And I think he was sort of hopeful that you might move on as well and, and do a business search on all the coaches in the AFL. I thought I think that would be pretty interesting. It would be, actually. We should do that. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd say the point that we raise, and I'm not allu- I'm not suggesting anything untowards, it's no. above-the-board bris- business transaction, which Adam Simpson's more than um, entitled mm. to do, and good luck to him, by the way. Um, it's just interesting that it's it's the co-major sponsor and has been in each of five decades the Eagles have existed, mm-hmm. Hungry Jacks. I think that's where the interest is, and he owns two franchises. Interestingly, purchased one just recently in May, so the South Perth and Carlisle stores. Mm. Interestingly, purchased South Perth just recently, which suggests to me, um, while, while you have managers in there, suggests to me he's probably in it for the long haul in terms of seeing his contract out. Yeah. I might be wrong, but... Yeah, well, that's right, staying in Western Australia. Now, I have to declare a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. You Jack. own a Hungry Jack store? Well, <laughs> oh, mate, 200 grand a year, you could. <laughs> you need a bit more than that. Yeah. Apparently, when you buy two or three, that's when you start making the big bucks, yep. economies of scale and all that. McDonald's, come on, mate, to own McDonald's stores, but... My conflict of interest is as the president of the Perth Footy Club, we're sponsored by Hungry Jacks and we actually have a facility at the ground mm-hmm. on match day. Do. Yeah, yeah. And, Occasionally and, availed myself of it yeah, and after I, a couple of quiet The only one, mate. I might have been their <laughs> best client as well. So that's my conflict of interest. But, yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I think the Burger King, um, you know. He is the Burger King now. <laughs> See the little hat on him in the paper today? <laughs> you guys, you're what? cheeky, mate. Honestly. It's not cheeky. It's, it's great, mate. How good a publicity is it for him? People would be lining up up Canning Highway, which is, I think, where the South Earth one is. The Carlisle one is bloody well, good too. I think I'd be going nuts today. Because you know where the Carlisle one is? Yeah. It's actually on a service station. So it's fantastic. Yeah, the so, service stations ones are great. So you can go and get petrol. Whatever else you need, and get a burger while you're there. And you know why you see them in a chain? You often see the the the, the 
burger, the sorry, Hungry Jacks. You see the um, McDonald's. McDonald's and the KFC all together, yeah, yeah. Porto's now, and the other chains. Um, it's because it's suggestive selling, so that you're thinking about it as you're pulling in to get fuel or whatever, and you see all the signs, and yeah. they're sort of working in tandem. The fast food outlets to, to oh, I've just thought about it, not nah, no, or maybe I know there's another mm. one. So it's interesting how it, the psychology behind that. What are you, uh, McDonald's versus Hungry Jacks? Where do you sit? Well. I've got to also got to declare. Oh, here we go. I don't certainly don't have any the money to own any business, let alone one of those. But I worked at McDonald's as a kid, um, oh. the, and it was the and it was the Croydon McDonald's, which is in the eastern sub, outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And I've got to tell you, Barrett, it was next to a twin drive-in. So on oh. Friday, Saturday nights, I was on the grill team, and you'd be cooking away, and often you'd just. You'd, 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 Two hours would go nutso because everyone's driving and going into the drive-in and through your store. Mm-hmm. And after, I reckon, just about every week or every second week, the manager would come in after that two hours and say, we just broke another state record. So we were flat out. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, uh, this is true. My brother worked there too before me. So. Stephen did, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sometimes I'll, um, you want fries with that? You, oh, <laughs> does yeah, that yeah. bring back memories? Oh, yeah. You want fries with that? Sometimes when I drive through, um, I'll pay for the bloke behind me. Do you? Just for a sort of... Do you? Yeah, because... But how do cause they know? Because oh, they have yeah, to. Yeah, do you yeah, do yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So... Do you do that? And then one time, though... Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, on the odd occasion, nice. they've got to beat Very up jalopy or whatever. Very nice of you, Barry. Yeah, I suppose, but... But uh, but before you I, before, next time you're going, <laughs> yeah, follow me in. I'll follow you in. Just tell me where you I'll are. Definitely buy. And I'll bring, and I have my two kids and their mates. Is that okay? <laughs> How much do you order? That's the thing. <laughs> oh, fair bit, mate. You would load up too. But sometimes, like you know, when you go in those double drive-throughs, yeah. and there's always some you know halfback flanker who, yeah, who wants, wants to, to get cut in you off, and he's he's I'll honking the him, horn. Let him go, mate. So yeah. you know what I did one time. This is no bull. I um I I said I paid. I paid for the guy, right? Okay, because I was thinking this will be good. You know, he'll feel real bad now because yeah. I paid oh. for him. <laughs> the honking. That's the ultimate revenge. <laughs> but then the next time it happened, when someone was acting stupid in the drive-through, I paid for the guy, and I collected his food. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Did he so, chase you? So he got to the he got to the oh, second window. He's already gone. Where's my food? Uh, oh. The bloke in front apparently paid for it. Now what? He took off with it too. <laughs> His name was Barra. <laughs> ah. Uh, now, oh. um, so what else, so Simo, what else came out of this morning's conference? Oh, mate, now, I, now you and I are on the same page here, and I, I don't normally get overly serious on the potty about stuff, but I'd like to a little bit here, and I've written something, all right? Do you mind if I write? Read Please, that? go okay. for it. Because I think- Can we have an EQ in music? No, I it's, think it's, it's a su- late notice, late notice. It, and Harley Reid was a big, was, was a big- um, talking point at the press conference today. It was about, you know, okay, the rumours are, or actually it had been reported in the East, and I asked the question, I said, Simo, it's been reported in the East that Har- Harley Reid uh, has told the club or, or his people have or somebody has said that they don't want to come over here, uh, they want, don't want to be drafted by the West Coast Eagles, what is your position on this? And he basically said, he, he went to the, to the kid and said like, imagine a 17-year-old having to put up with this pressure. And I agree. So I, I've written something. I said, look, I don't like to be overly serious on this potty, but I'm a bit peeved by this Harley Reid stuff. And I'm mostly upset as I believe the kid is upset at reports by some in Melbourne that he doesn't want to join the Eagles and that the kid is making it known. Now, I have been told that the actual kid, Harley Reid himself, is pretty upset about the whole scenario. Well, he's not making it known. It's his management team. Yeah. And they're doing it cri- privately. Well, he they're denying that. Okay. And, well, who is And the there? West Coast Eagles are saying, apparently it's other AFL clubs. And okay. have, a, have, a, have a think about why they would be doing that as I finish my – actually, this is a bit too long. But anyway, the reason – what I wanted to say was – you can't go putting this sort of pressure on a young man. Like, I, I met the kid at the airport, had a good chat to him. Looks like a fantastic young man, country kid. He's clearly nobody wants to leave home if they don't have to. Yeah. And if you can play for Carlton or Collingwood or Essendon or Richmond and you're a Victorian kid, you're a Victorian kid. Mm. I mean, that's the pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah, but if I was a kid, I would have played if, – if I was good enough to be drafted when I was a kid, I would have gone anywhere, mate. Because oh, Absolutely. 
But if you, you probably, I mean, all due respects, you probably wouldn't have been number one pick. Well, I would have, except for my incredibly small hands. 300 <laughs> AFL games. An incredible lack of ability. And that's yeah, a little bit of that too, yeah. A fair bit of that. And fair. I'm in the same boat. So this kid is special. He's he's a, a – they're saying a generational player. The judge's been mentioned, you know, Dustin Martin, Luke, Luke Hodge. You're in that category. You're sort of in a different thing. And he probably is having a bit of, oh, gee, do I really want to go over there? I'm from – where's he from? He's from the bush somewhere. Yep. Uh, you know, do, I, do yeah. I, want, I want to move to Western Australia? Having said that, when he came to Perth, he really loved it, I believe, and he got a lot of tours and people took him around. He thought, wow, this isn't too too bad, but it is four hours' flight from my family, all that sort of stuff, and his family's probably the same. And there is always a bit of pressure, and, and Jason Horn lacey was the classic case, wasn't he? Francis, yeah. Francis. Francis yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Yeah. Jason Horn Francis was the classic You're case. You're thinking Rick Hall Lacey, the horse trainer. Yeah, or someone well, else. Dyson Hall Lacey was the former Fitzroy president. That's the one. Yeah. And he... He he mentioned that, you know, if you take me North Melbourne, I might want to go home, you know, pretty soon. And that's precisely what happened at the end of his contract. It's only a two-year deal. Probably they should have four-year deals anyway, shouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. Four-year deals for first-rounders, in my opinion. It's too big an investment from a club. And I reckon after four... You've got the chance to acclimatise. Mm. He develops an affinity and a love for the club. And if he doesn't, then that's fine. That's enough time. And it, you've got the time to sort of, um, you know, put your carts in a row and get something yeah. good back for them. But I look, my take on it is your ducks that, in a row. Yeah, ducks in a row. And but I, I, I just reckon if he – and I'll take that their word for granted. So yeah, right. that is terrible if there's other clubs putting it out there. And I wouldn't be surprised because – And it, you know why they're anything, doing that? It, it happens, mate. But you know why they're doing that? To take the edge – because the Eagles, if they are going to trade the pick, okay, if they're going to trade the pick. You take the edge off it. Yeah, take the exactly. Because well, they want three first-rounders. They want two first-rounders next year and probably a future first-rounder. So they want – and Melbourne's in the position to do it. Oh, mate, it's funny. So Will Schofield – so Scoey's gone on social media yeah. and smashed whoever's doing this, right? Yeah. Like absolutely smashed it and said – and spoke basically straight to Harley Reid and said, listen, Harley – Come here, mate. I came here from Geelong. I loved it. This is the place to be. The Eagles will rebound. But then he made a mistake and he said, you're better off being at the Eagles than North Melbourne anyway because that's where you'll end up. But he won't end up at North Melbourne, obviously. So He might. Scoey didn't understand. He might. Well, they haven't got any picks to trade. You know what I mean? You can trade down, but let's see what happens. But, but, no, but, they, won't, but it won't be North. They, they won't, they're not going to give up pick last. two for pick one, are they? Do you no, know what I mean? No, but you might, yeah. But if you want it, it ain't going to happen. Just say it's not going to happen because you you're might, not going to trade pick two for pick one. You might be able to trade down into a better position for your second trade-off pick. That's all I'm saying. You don't necessarily get rid of pick two, yeah. but you get another pick or, or a couple. Oh, well, so that, yeah. well they, they need three first yeah. rounders. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what the Eagles will be coming at initially. So then he mentioned North Melbourne. And anyway, and, and he made the fatal flaw the great man. And I love Will Schofield. Yeah. He's doing a great job. <laughs> but he said... Anyway, North Melbourne, the Eagles have got a brighter future with their young blokes than North Melbourne anyway, or something along those lines, mm. and they came for him. The yeah. kangaroo fans, it's called ratioed. Have you heard that? Yeah, no, I don't. I haven't, but they've got a fair bit of talent in that North Melbourne squad, which is why Who's they- has got more sh- talent? Oh, North Melbourne. Than, you, yeah, than I, the Eagles? The, yeah. yeah. But I don't, which is why they get no priority picks, in my uh, opinion. No, don't give them a priority pick. But just back on the Harley okay. Reid stuff, what I don't like, Okay, so it's not him, it's not his manager. If it was his manager, that's tantamount to draft. Tampering. Maybe not tampering or manipulation at least. I, I hark back to when Gold Coast drafted uh, Jack Lacosius and I was mm-hmm. at Rankine. Mm-hmm. And Adelaide Crows said, caveat emperor, you, you, you draft these kids at your peril because they'll be coming back to Adelaide. Now, as it turns out, I was at Rankine, has come back mm-hmm. to Adelaide. But I just think... That in itself, they were they they were tapped over the knuckle, wrapped over the knuckles very softly. They should have been deducted a draft pick, second or no third round. No one's ever been hammered. But mate, you can't do that. That is draft mm. tampering or no, draft no. manipulation. So, look, if the Eagles don't get they want what they want in terms of the splitting the first pick, that's if they want to split the first pick. Mm. But if they do and they don't get that, that's pretty simple. Just draft him, exactly, or whoever else you might want to draft with pick one. So, and he'll come here and he'll have two great years, and you know four. Very, but because because when they listen to this podcast, I'll make it a four year deal. Mm. Eagles signed. Eagles went past hundred thousand members this week. Yeah, well done to them. It, well, it's, you know what's staggering is 
and uh, and and this is the thing uh, about Eagles mentality. Okay, L- let me let you in on Eagles mentality. And Will Schofield displayed it in his online thing. And I love Will Schofield. And I'm the same. And people who have been associated with the club is that you feel like you're one win away from winning the flag every time. So for him to say that they've got we've got better kids, the Eagles have got better kids than North Melbourne was extraordinary, wasn't it? Really, when you yep. go through all, all the North Melbourne kids. But look. But that's 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 the philosophy. Then that's that's kind of their flaw as well, is that they always think we're not far away from turning it around. We will turn around. We're a powerful, strong club. We've got a hundred thousand members. We've well, got more money in the bank than anyone. Well, well, look, credit where it's due. They've been they've had a shocking couple of years. I can't. I mean, the year they. Well, that's the thing. That's my point. But they're still loyal. The fans are still. Yes, they. Yes, they they walk away sometimes at quarter time of derbies when they're losing. Three quarter time. Three quarter. Sometimes a bit earlier. Not quarter time. I've seen a few walk away a bit earlier. But nevertheless, they do. They're loyal. They stick fat. They Mm -hmm. do in terms of their the dollars for their membership. So um, well done to them. But where I was where I was going with the uh, the mentality is and and which will display beautifully was. (laughs) <laughs> it's, and when you think about it, if you step outside the box and look in, you know, it, 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 you, you can't believe it really because we're having – the Eagles are having the worst season, aren't oh, they? Oh, they are. It, it's it's almost the worst season on record. It is. Of all time. An but, anus horribilis, <laughs> as the Queen would say, the didn't, late great. Didn't, didn't someone say anus horribilis and got in trouble? They did something it's like not, that. That's not, it's not anus, it's anus. That's right. No, it's not anus. No, they said anus. anus. It's anus. anus. <laughs> Let's get that right. <laughs> But they're having the world's worst season, and Will still gets on there and says, "We're better than North Melbourne." <laughs> yeah, he's, but he's right in terms. Hey, mate, he's right in terms of the strength of the club off field because um, it's a powerful club. I know, but it, you know what I mean. If you're, I do. <laughs> hey, listen, there was a big meeting this week. At yes. Were- Did you know it was at Werribee? Yes, I've Were- been, been Werribee, Werribee Mansion. many times. Oh, Werribee Mansion, beautiful mansion. There used to be a It's su- actually a mansion. So when it? I was living in Geelong, you drive past Werribee and you close the car window. And this is being very sorry, people from Werribee, but there was a sewerage farm there. <laughs> and when the wind was blowing the wrong way, occasionally you'd get the waff. So up went the but that's just the outskirts of Werribee. The Werribee itself, it's a, it's a very underrated little regional centre. And uh, yeah, the mansion is very <laughs> august and oh, beautiful. beautiful. It was sort of like gone with the wind mansion. Or oh, something. it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, is yeah, it? It's pretty much. Yeah, hey, yeah. have you seen? Later on, I'll give you some great detail on Buddy because it's his last game. Yeah, we'll talk Probably about that when we get to the game. But have you seen the Joy Needs board? I have, yes. Oh, you have seen it yeah. on the Gold Coast? Yeah, I have, yeah. The, in the hinterland? Yeah, I have. Beautiful up there in the hinterland. Seven acres or something? Good seven or eight him. acres? Good on him and just, you know. <laughs> The boy from Darren, he's not from Darren either. He's from 150 k's out of Darren. Yep. Like, you know, humble beginnings. Let's get What back. a house. Let's, oh, beautiful. Google Let's... Buddy's house. On the Gold Coast. Let's get back on Back to, to Werribee. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Yep. You want me to throw them at you? Yep. Okay. Or do you want to lead it? Whatever. There you go. Okay, I'll go. So all the CEOs have been called to Melbourne. We're going to Wer- Werribee. <laughs> that must have been a bit of a shock. But it is a mansion. And they went. the clubs went a bit cold on the wild card scenario. Yes. So in the other words, Good. Wild, wild card finals where ninth and 10th is included in the first weekend of the final. So the bye goes and ninth and 10th play in the, that weekend against two other sides yep. and then whoever loses is out yep. and the rest, you know, move on. They've gone cold on that. I, I had to laugh because Chris Scott said, oh, it will co- it's a compromised c- competition already and, you know, the wild card round would further hurt, further hurt the league's integrity. And, oh, yeah? And what about Geelong walking away with pick seven for that dodgy salary dump trade and Jack Bowles? Barra. <laughs> It, what I, about, I, hang on, what, what about Geelong getting first round compo for Stephen Motlop? What about them having the greatest home ground advantage in the AFL, other, uh, so much better than any other Victorian club? I mean, how about clearing those things up, you know, Scotty? Going all right in the father-son too, by the way, mate. I know. Going all right in the father-son, but that's their good luck. Um, I agree with you on that Gold Coast trade, by the way. I hated it at the time, and they just won the flag. So how does that not compromise the integrity got pick seven. of the competition or the draft? <laughs> and um, a player. Glad about that. For what, a salary cap dump. What I did like was probably the next one you're going to mention. No, sorry, what I didn't like also. But what I do like about the fixtures. So the you're, wild, not, you're, not, you're happy wild card. I'm happy because I want, I want them to – I just think the, the eight rewards probably mediocrity anyway, and I think you've earned your spot. 
and let's keep it at that. Now, mm. I believe it will happen ultimately because it's more fixtures and broadcasters <laughs> love it. Um, but what I think, it still frees up that buy, which they would have used for the wildcard round. So let's get rid of the pre-finals buy and move it to grand final, yeah, please. Yeah, you've been on about that. Mm. The other thing that came up, apparently there was discussion around a radical fixture, fixture yep. revamp, which is an attempt to equalise the home and away season. Now, stay with me. The league discussed several key topics, and this was the big one. Uh, a change to the fixture where it becomes a 17-6 fixture, 17-6. Like so in other words, every team plays each other once, so 17 rounds. So you've all played each other once. Then the ladder is separated into three brackets of six teams, right? From round 18 onwards, the top six play each other. The middle six play each other, potentially fighting for the last two spots in the top eight. And the bottom six would play each other. They reckon it's more equitable, ensures the end-of-season games have high stakes without punishing teams who perform well over the first 17 games. Glenn Quartermain, what do you think? I love it. The only uh, spanner in the works I'm going to toss into here, tinking around the engine there as I throw it in, is going to be the showdowns and the the Western Derbies Mm. and the the hometown uh, double-ups. I just think... There's no way the Eagles or Dockers or the um, Port Power and right. the Crows are going to not want to have two of They those. did address that, and this is what they said. Yep. They said the introduction of Gather Round has created a 23rd game, which could be used as a rivalry round outside of the 666 bracket system to ensure derbies and showdowns still happen twice a season. But they're not in your home state, necessarily. Uh, yeah. So I don't like that. And Adelaide's Unless got we it get the, the next gather 28 round. years, Adelaide. Like the MCG's got the grand final. Adelaide's got the gather round forever. So. Yeah, the other great thing about you reckon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then the showdown's sweet, mate. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, then the other great thing is um, about the 17-6 fixture is that you, you can't cash in on playing really struggling teams like West Coast and North twice, which yeah, I don't makes know, I, sense. I, I, I like it. That, is in, that, that does compromise the comp, well, doesn't it? It's a lot fairer than the system now, let's be honest. So I like it. It's worth investigating. The other thing they raise, which I hate – with so much No, you passion. don't hate you, Tommy. Oh, no, this hate's a big word, very strong word. Okay, I dislike with intensity. Is that okay? <laughs> three grand final series, three game grand oh, finals. Yeah. Please, no. Let's have one grand final. Leave it alone. One is good. So one, so just say. No, don't say. Th- this year it's, say it's Collingwood versus the Lions, right? Yep. So one at the G, yep. one at the Gabba, yep. back at the G. No. Not happy? No, nah, just one grand Best final. of three? One grand Okay. Final. There was little – su- How long is the season going to stretch on for? It'll overlap into the next season. Well, what, I thought you love watching footy every weekend. What about fixtures and the cricket season? What about – and I know the AFL don't care about cricket. about the cricket season? Well, I do because it's, I love cricket as Would well. Would you rather watch footy or cricket? Uh – Ooh, I wouldn't Don't box, like Boxing day quarters. test. Day one, boxing day test, Australia. Oh, oh, yeah, one day. Oh, one day. I what? <laughs> about, what about Australia versus Sri Lanka? <laughs> this match. Uh, I'd like to watch cricket any time, to be honest, but <laughs> I love up. the footy more. You'd probably. rather watch it. Footy's got the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to be honest. I squeezed it out of Here's another one. There's a little support for the return of men's representative footy, like State of Origin. So they laughed that off. We're yep. not having stuff. But your idea. No. no somebody, idea. Someone a- mailed in. So oh, did they? The mailbag, of yeah. an AFLW origin match. A lot of support for that. Great idea. We're very smart people who mail in, Barra, to the show. Mm. And that was one of the great ones. Well, that might actually get up. It might actually get up, my friend. Yeah, so, well, look, let's hope so. And, and was there any discussion about an uh, uh, bringing back the Irish, the hybrid series? Um, International rules? No, there w- there wasn't, my friend. No, not okay. around. Not, well, not for her, but we'll, we'll follow up. The other, without going on about it, the other thing I'd add to that 17-6 is I'd bring in a draft lottery. Mm-hmm. So end of the year, the draft lottery, you know, you get your certain number of balls and it just makes tanking less, um, you know, um, attractive. I'm not saying anyone tanks. I'm just saying it makes it less attractive. Are you excited about um, the Matildas? Yes, I am. Mate, I'm because so I excited. I think we're a genuine, genuine chance to win. And I think we're now going to see – I mean, we, we, we watch Sam Kerr occasionally in this country, but we see her um, display her wares. Oh. I don't think – hopefully by the end of this, people, West Australians, will know just how good one of one of our products is on the world stage. Cause, and the Matildas themselves have been, you know, all conquering. So I reckon we're a dead set, really good chance here. So mm. let's hope – and we've got a pretty good – First round, who have we got? Ireland, yep. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's 
pretty good group stage. How much pressure is there on poor old Sammy, though? I mean, oh, well, she's, she's like become the face of the whole There's drop. been pressure on Sam for a long time, mate, and she's delivered. So I, I have no problems there. Look, good luck to them, by the way. It's um, exciting, isn't yeah, it? It, it is. It's I mean, uh, women's sport, and it's good to see them getting almost equal pay, or is it equal pay? Something happening there as well. Not as yet, but they, they're asking for that. But um, So let's pick some winners, mate, because right, mate. things are getting a bit tight yeah, at the top the end. I'm getting very tight. I'm very, very nervous. Doit. How close? Do you want me to have a look how close you are? No, it's all right. There's a, there are a couple off. Have you put your tips in yet for this week? I haven't put them well, in Well, I'm yet. about to. Are you? Right now. Because I, um, I was, I'm just behind you. You know that, don't you? Yep. And I should have picked up two on the weekend, but, but Brisbane nutted me. I mean, I'm so dirty on the way Brisbane Okay, went. so let's start with Friday night at Marvel Stadium, 5.50 p.m., Essendon two dollars twenty five on Tab Touch v the Western Bulldogs a dollar sixty five favourites. The dogs have been a bit up and down, but in the last four rounds they have won the around the ground clearances by eight point seven per game, ranked number one, which will help them here because Essendon has no Draper yet again. Um, Essendon been a bit disappointing the last few weeks, but uh, well, last week they were. The week before they. Probably lost in the last kick of the game. So, mm-hmm. but I'm picking the dogs here, Barra. Um, I know they're a bit up and down, and Essendon's very well coached and a much better all-round team this year under uh, under Brad Scott. But I'm going to say the Bulldogs by a couple of kicks here. A couple of kicks. You are a good judge. I was just looking at the scores there. It has tightened up. You're on 111. Uh, Basil Zemplis is on 110, mm-hmm. so he's only one behind you. Mm-hmm. And Rick Arden's on 109, and I am just behind you on 107. Oh, they, you've got four on me. I think the key is, is probably the most informed ruckman in the comp in Tim English, and Essendon really will have a makeshift job there. Um, Bailey Smith, did you say Bailey Smith probably returns? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah, he's, they need a bit of they they need a bit of X factor. Sean as well. Darcy looks like he's sidelined as well. Um, Sean Darcy, um, Sam Darcy, Sam Darcy, Sam Darcy. Sorry, Sean Darcy is sidelined. But, and then this Elijah Satsis. Yep, Satsis. Well said. Uh, he's been killing it in the VFL. He might even get a debut. Um, after the Bombers got trounced. Got a bit of a recent trend too. Essendon's won just one of nine against the Western Bulldogs. So you're so going the Bullies, are you? Lost this last two by 49 and 32 points in that order. So I'm going the Dogs. Um, does Lobb return? Maybe we see Essendon. Um, I think he does Imagine to test that defence. Well, if Sam Darcy's out, he will. Yeah, I think so. It's an incredible story, that, I isn't think so. it? So All right, I'm, going going? To, I'm going the Bullies as well then. Good, good. Saturday, interesting game. This is this is uh, very interesting. This eleven forty five a.m. MCG Richmond a dollar thirty four playing. My boys, Barra Hawthorne mm. three dollars twenty five. A little bit over Hawthorne there. I reckon they're in with a fighting chance in this game. Very impressive last week, albeit against North Melbourne, but got on top in the second half. Um, a lot to like about where Hawthorne's headed, but there's a great. A greater inconsistency of performance that I think than we've seen with Richmond at the moment. I think re- Richmond still has enough firepower to get this job done. I'm going to pick the Tigers in this game. You feel like the Tigers, do you? Yeah, I do. What's feel- that stat that um, Chris Robinson had about after you play the Eagles? Oh, it's only if you win by more than sixty points, isn't it? The next week you struggle because <laughs> apparently that's what happens. Yeah, but they only Richmond only won by forty. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, thirty eight. Much or better effort by the Eagles. All right, so I go the Tigers as well. But I, I, I like the Hawks. I like. I reckon well, I like the way the Hawks are headed. And you know, the thing is, Sicily. They haven't lost with Sicily in the side for a long time. Fortunately, he didn't get rubbed out by the AFL again. I sound like I'm harping on about it. I just he's been harshly treated. He deserved weeks, mm. Mm. but I think he's been harshly treated. No question. Such a different. Like, mate, did you see Maynard's tackle on yeah, Michael Walters? What about Dusty Martin with a punch? With the, I know with he backwards? gets. Uh, that's because he's Dusty. That's right. So, but, some, but that that Maynard one that was bizarre. That Caleb Sarong gets a week. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't see how that could not have been at least sighted or a free kick, because Walters bounced straight up. So it's all about outcomes now, isn't it? Yep. If you get concussion, like Dane Rampy got done for a week. He got off. On- well, it is now, but it wasn't always. It's very confusing what they're doing the, um, with the MRA. It's hard to work out, isn't it? Um, but they're a very different side with Sicily in there. So that's the one caveat I'll put on this. I reckon Richmond might find, if they get the ball on their terms in the midfield, which is good midfield, Hawthorne. Who will they, they have? Revolt? No. Um, yeah, they have Revolt. Yeah, yeah, but who's who's going to be on uh, Sicily? Assist, they'll try and maybe... Um, 
Free him up. Yeah, he's mm. intercept king. So I think Richmond, but I'm a bit nervous about that tip. Saturday, 12, 10 p.m., Carlton, $1.01 for very good reason, playing the West Coast Eagles, $16, Barra. It's on the road. They've been better the last two weeks, the Eagles, in terms of effort, 16. but they've still, they're on the road, they've been absolutely horrible, not forgetting the last time these two, two sides met. Kerno Kerno kicked a bag. It was 100 points. I Harry McCoy not playing, though. So yeah. it's only it's only Kerno versus Brass now. Barris Brass. Just on Carlton with Kerno's performance last week when Mackay was not there. I, if I was Carlton and he comes back and you're in the finals, I'd have a serious think about playing him back, Mackay, because really? he's not kicking well for goal. I think he's a very good player, beautiful mark of the football. I'd have a think about it and just freeing up Kerno in that forward half, seeing how you go. Weedering's come. That that's been a big turning point. Weedering's yep. fallen oh, back there, so you wouldn't want to upset one of the best defenders in the comp. So you'd have you'd add him well, to I'm the. I'm just back saying, you add him there. You add him maybe as an intercept player or something like that. Harry Mackay, six to eight weeks. Chera looks like he's touch and go with hamstring. Um, obviously, McGovern's not playing, so they well, lead him, lose him for. Delayed Barass, concussion. Barass is in. And I just say with Barass um, and McGovern, that's, I'm pleased he's out. I'm not pleased he's out and I'm not pleased he's got concussion. But, you know, that's that's good sign that we're doing this now. I'm surprised at Barass. That was a hell of a fall onto mm. his sort of head and shoulder. Well done to uh, to play the game out. Um, very good effort. It's McGovern I was thinking about, the other defender. Yeah, yeah of course it is. Mitch McGovern. <laughs> yeah. Mitch McGovern. So you know they've never played against each other? Is that right? Jeremy and Mitch have not actually played on I'd each like other. I'd love to see that. Mate, I'd love to. I, don't, I would I'd actually like to. I don't know how both it's going. Well, it could now. have early days because he was a forward. But um. Jinby uh, out with a hammy. Um, uh, will they risk Oscar Allen after he looked like he broke his arm yeah. and came back on kick three? Well, the only thing I'd say is he's, he's, a, he's a good recoverer, mm. isn't he? he is, a bit yeah. like Jack Darling. He recovers very quickly. I don't, I don't know if I'd Quite, risk him. Geez, you're going to break that sequence. Mm. Of uh, goal in every match. Kerno kicked nine last time, didn't mm. he? So he won't. I don't think he's going to kick nine. But, but the point is, here, I think we're both picking Carlton. But what margin, Barrow? So the thing that worries me, I'm going to say eighty points again because eighty. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, there's nah, 16, about sixty. Okay, you won eighty. It's away, mate. Eighties. That's big. And it's sixteen dollars too. That's quite remarkable, isn't it? Well, do you know what the line is? That'd I be, don't. That'd be massive as well. But, and, oh, and there's also a rumour that they might rest Cripps at the last minute, Patrick Cripps. So if they start doing those sort of things, that's Open kind of door, opens the door, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, if you if the Blues see that Cripps isn't there, that's sort of you're you're all you all go. You know what? I reckon We're if he's half a chance, we just chance, need to turn up. Half a chance he plays because they still need percentage for Carlton. Um, they're just you know they're about. So mm. I think they need to make a bit of another statement here. So I'm going to pick them, and I reckon eighty points. You all reckon? Right, I'll what? go Blues by. 10 goals. Gabba on Saturday, 2.35 p.m. Brisbane Lions $1.47. Geelong $2.70. Geelong storming back into contention, but not in this game, I don't think. It's pretty hard to go past Brisbane at the Gabba at the moment, don't you think? Whoa. I'm picking Brisbane. This is, I mean, you saw Geelong last week. They look like they were back to their best. Hawkins was up and about as well. He yeah. looks like... They have a, got a lot a freak, of games at GMHBA2 in this back half. So, But this one is at the Gabba. You can't pick against Brisbane at the Gabba, surely. Mm. But you are one behind. They or did. <laughs> so you can. Put I, like your, it, I like how you leaned into you can, the microphone you to can say put that. your cocooners on the line and have a crack here. This is how you beat fortune favors the brave barrow. This is how you beat. This is how you get back. You claw it back, mate, Mister Champion Data. Have you got any stats on the Geelong? Geelong's only win on the road this season was against West Coast in round five when it scored 136 points. It hasn't reached 80 points in any of its other four games. So. Mate. Anything about the Gabba, how they go up there? Because uh, no. Cameron's back. No. Hawkins is finding some form. What's Agree that Hawkins that. stat you got there? Uh, finished goalless just once this season from 17 games, which has been round three against the Suns. Ranks fourth in the AFL for scoreboard impact per game. I'm not disputing they're back in form. Blissard's back in form. Hawkins back in form. Cameron in the side. Finding their feet in the middle. Atkins has stepped up again. So no question they're coming. I just think... Gabba, oh, I can't pick mm. against Brisbane there. Oh, okay. Well, that's it, it. Um, they made me spew up line, the Lions last week. Mm. Like, I don't know if I can bring myself to tip them. Okay. Well, I'm going to go Geelong. Okay. I'm going the Cats. Good Good for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got one back there. Sutton nice. <laughs> <laughs> L- uh, the lured one. you into my little trap. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Optus Stadium, Saturday, 5.40pm. Fremantle, $2.12. Sydney, favourites, $1.72. Now, before we give our tip, could it be the last appearance in an AFL game from one of the greatest of all time to come from this state in Lance Buddy Franklin? The last game. He's got office. to go last train. Last game in WA. Yeah, last game in WA. Yeah. Has to train and get through training tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he does. And Fremantle fans, I'm sure you will because they're, they're good to Fremantle fans. Mm. So as are the West Coast fans to acknowledge a West yeah. Australian guy. They did boo him though, the West Coast Yeah, fans. well, you can't be booing this bloke. You cannot boo. be booing this bloke. They booed Goodsy too, by the way. Yeah, well, sorry. But the can't. Dockers fans? Cannot. Stand up and give him a round of applause after the game or something. Yeah. Do something for him. If he kicks a goal after Siren to win, it might be hard. But, look, this is one of the all-time greats. He's entertainist. He's put bums on seats. He's kept people going the footy. Just a wonderful talent. Um, and I've loved watching it. Uh, it was a bit hard when he first crossed from Hawthorne to Sydney, but I still love watching it. Yeah. And, you know. Hey, kick- what do you think about those guard of honours? Love them. Yeah, after but, a game. Yeah, but say, just say, just say Fremantle find their mojo and they pump Sydney by 10 goals. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about... Buddy being carried off after you've just been smashed by 10 goals. All right. Or, or maybe Buddy's a bad example. Sorry. Last week, last week. Say, uh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the Essendon fella played his, was it 100th or 150th? They got spifflicated, absolutely thrashed by the Cats, and he got carried off, and there was a guard of honour by the Geelong. Did that look a bit weird, Has do you reckon? siren sounded? Yeah. Pa- yeah okay, so can game. you get any more percentage or any no, more? No, no, you can't, no. So what, why not fate someone when they carry them off? That's well, okay. I'm just thinking, if it was me, I'd be going, mate. Do you boys. go and shake out bloke's hand after the final siren, no matter what the result? Yeah, but you've just been thrashed. You're trying to make the eight. No, I don't mind it, mate. You know, because you know one of the big problems in the waffle at the moment is is when you, after the game, so it's because Perth doesn't win a lot. So we go to our awards nights. Now, awards after, the, but no one can be happy or smile, really, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, I, I think the fans sing, oh, look at these guys. Why can't you be happy or smile? Because the fans just go, the members go, why are you guys happy? You just got Do you crack a joke or two when you're doing a presentation there? Well, I try to, but it, it, it's just flat. And the, the boys sun can't come wa- up the next day? The boys can't wait to get out of there. It's a game of footy. The sun comes up the next but day. But if you're the bloke, say you're the Bombers fella that was getting carried off after you're getting absolutely thrashed at Geelong, which you hadn't been to in three decades... You'd, how would you feel? Oh, would you it'd be acknowledging be fl- a milestone? Be flattening, wouldn't it? That's nah, all right. Yeah, if you, if it's you, would you jump up on someone's yeah, shoulders? Absolutely. Would you, yeah. mate? I'd go Barley's. Just leave me out. Hey, listen, I have got some great stuff for you. Hang on, we haven't picked our winner yet. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, no, no, the, let me give you this first. Yeah. Oh, you've got the details. So Sarong's back from yes. suspension. Brandon Walker did his knees out for the rest of the season. Yeah, bad luck, Brandon, and also to Sebek Kuek. Good luck to both. Yeah. He's done the ACL. So to those two, um, good luck yeah. with your rehab, and we look forward to seeing you back. Um, certainly Brandon early-ish because it's a patella, which is quite painful. Um, Sebit is going to be 12 months. It's an ACL. You know, Walkers is serious, though. Yeah. It's like it six is, months. Yeah. Do you see the green whistle come out? Oh, yeah, I don't like it. You it's had the green painful. whistle? Uh, no. <laughs> Made the green I, I've whistle. owned a green whistle, but not the green whistle. <laughs> What's no. your green whistle? Oh, I've just owned a green whistle. Is that a, uh, <laughs> no. some sort of toy or something? No. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> No, I've never had the green whistle. Tell no. us about you, the green whistle, green... I have had the green whistle. Oh, yeah. what'd you do? What was the injury? <laughs> um, I can't remember what the injury was, but it was very good. The green whistle does it. I remember helping this kid off in rugby because my son used to play rugby yeah. and there's a lot of injuries in rugby. Yeah. Yeah, I love rugby. I love rugby. British and British and uh, Irish. British Lions coming British here, Lions yeah. coming. How good's that? Great. That's going to be, people don't understand how good that is. Yep. That's like a festival. It's a swim through. Keep Look, going. They're, they're playing the force. Back on but course. The green whistle, but the green whistle. And um, so there's this kid, right? And he's, he, was, he was screaming. And he, uh, oh, it's, it was so it was so tough because the kid was probably 15, right? Oh, poor And he, uh, he must have, he, he's like broken his legs. So I'm the first one there. And I'm just trying to, you know, comfort him and, and placate him and stuff. And then, and because and it took a while for the actual ambulance to get there, he was yelling for his mum. So Poor I know. So all the teams go over away oh, from him. Upset, but then man. you hear this kid going, where's my mum? And I'm going, your mum's coming. And um, fortunately his mum came. But then the ambulance finally gets there and they bring out the green whistle and he's sucking on the whistle and it works very well. And he goes, and he must have recognised me and he goes, oh, Barra, I feel heaps better. And he goes, how good are those clouds? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that cloud looks like my 
That's that looks like my dad. <laughs> he starts talking about the clouds, mate. You got to get on the green whistle. Well, no, let's hope I don't have to. <laughs> no, I'm not saying we should. Hey, look, I've got some great stuff here for yep. you. So Walker, six six months. Uh, Darcy's out, massive, massive out. It is, it is huge. So what happens? Does Jackson ruck full time? He's going to have to. No, uh, well, you use Tracy a bit. You use your chop and change. Don't I think. bring in. Liam I don't Burton. want to bring him in full time. Don't bring the kid in. The twenty. Oh, he's not kid. He's twenty three year old Possibly. from Frankston. Possibly Liam Reedy. Possibly, but I mean, I, I think Jackson did a really good job in Darcy's absence. But you don't want to rob Peter too much, do you? So it's a real, it's a really tough. Selection. What happens if Jackson goes really well and they charge home? What do you mean? What because you mean? I think Darcy's going to miss at least two, maybe four. Yeah, well, the so it might be the whole season. Yeah. By four, if they're not going to yeah. make the eight, they'll sit him out. You might, yeah. So what if Jackson fires and that really lifts the team? What does that mean? Well, it means that do you deem that? What do you do with Darcy? You bring him back into the ruck. Oh yeah, good on you, Melbourne. What about frigging Brody Grundy? Oh, no, he goes. They, they flicked him out. Max Gorn becomes B.O.G. Well, Max Gorn, we know. I mean, he's a... Well, look, Jackson could be Max Gorn. Oh, I think he's better. He's not the, called the unicorn for nothing, mate. I think he's... You reckon he's better than be- Max Gorn? No, no. I said he's better than a... I think he's a hybrid player. So I think he plays ruck, he plays forward, he plays other midfield roles. But I don't think he's going to ever be the number one ruckman. I think he's going to change it. He'll have a variety mm. of... Um, but I'm saying to you, yep. okay, if in the next four weeks, yep. maybe six, he plays fantastic in the ruck, being the number one ruck, where does that... Does that change your perspective on Sean Darcy's new deal? No. You don't, you don't think if no. he wants to go to Geelong, you start going, well, maybe. Uh, do well, we need two blokes? Well... No, I don't think – I think you still need those two. I'm not saying he's not going to go to Geelong, by the way. I mean, who knows? Because I think the longer you don't sign, the more mm. concerning it is. Everyone wants him. Port Adelaide. Yeah, well, yeah, and Sydney. Mm. But, look, I think um, – I, no, it doesn't change my perspective from a Fremantle point of view. Eagles. About how yeah, how much – how valuable he is. No, <laughs> Imagine if he went to the Eagles. Oh, what's happened before? <laughs> no, it hasn't. Not a big name. Hardly ever. Yeah. Brendan Fuster, Brendan Crummel. Anyone else? Now, Daniel Metropolis. Now, uh, not, not world beaters. Now, way, let me give you the good stuff. Okay. You ready? I've got good stuff here. Okay. So, Sean Dusty, two weeks. Liam Reed, you're playing. Hayden Young and Michael Frederick return. Hayden Young is going to return? I reckon they return. I hope so. Well, huge in. Hayden Young. Yeah, great, great player. Heath Chapman plays Waffle Rezies. Because Peel play East Perth. Massive yeah. game. They're not going to whack him in for yep. a game against East Perth where he could get, you know. Okay. So, he's going to play Waffle Rezies, which is big. Now, Buddy's last game. Bit on Buddy here, got for you, right? Yep. Um, and he's he'll be 100% moving to Gold Coast next year. Buddy? Like? As in moving house to the Gold Coast? Yeah, I reckon he, he'll retire and move to the Gold Coast. Yeah, he's not playing for Gold Coast. Well, would Jimmer ring him up? Nah. Nah, mate. They've got enough talent down there in their forward line. They, they make, the no, best he's... player of the modern era, and you... What? I think he's as good as he is and as good Buddy's as he is. Buddy's down the road and you're legs. coaching. Last legs, mate. <laughs> Bring him in to do some assistant coaching. Oh. Or he's not oh, yeah, he loves he's not, that. He not, loves talking. He's not playing. He's the shyest bloke in history. Yeah, you know not, that. Mate, he's too busy up in the hinterland. Are you saying that if he... Breeding his goats and doing his the lathe, he'll have the lathe and the making the pottery and, you know, he'll be doing all that sort of stuff up there in the hinterland. Probably knitting a macrame owl, you know, going to all the markets, <laughs> selling their goat's cheese at the markets. With Jacinta. Too busy to be playing for Gold Coast. Getting out with Jacinta, doing a oh, bit of surfing. Beautiful. Have you been up there to the hinterland? Yeah. I, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm talking from the other aspect. Okay? not so playing footy for Gold Coast. So you're Hardwick. You've taken I'm not ringing o- him. You're under pressure. You've taken over the Gold Coast. Yeah. They yeah. need a mark, a marquee player to hang the hang- club on. Dusty Martin's going, oh, I might come up no, with you, Dimmer. I'm taking Dusty. I'm not taking Yeah, it. so take Dusty. And then a bloke down the road who is the greatest player in the modern era is just on your doorstep and you're saying you don't ask the question. So what's he going to p- play for? How much? Oh. They've got a salary <laughs> who cap. Who gives a stuff, They've mate? got a salary cap. <laughs> just answer the question. No. You're I'm not making the phone. I'm not ringing him up. I'm ringing him up and saying, "Can I come up to the hinterland and have a barbie?" But I'm not ringing up and saying, "Play for the sun." <laughs> He's down the road on his four and a half thousand square meter block, which is four and a half hectares. I yep. checked out seven bathrooms, no eight bathrooms, seven seven bedrooms, swim up bar. Like it's absolutely swim like up bar Mediterranean. Nice. It's like a. It's like a. It's actually like a resort. Mm. So let me tell you something about yep. it because I love the bloke, right? Yep. So he's a great West Australian. His Indigenous heritage comes from his mother, Ursula. 
Wajak Noongar uh, woman. The moniker Buddy was first used to differentiate him from his dad, Lance Senior. Uh, in 2017, he was one of the number of players who wore the number 67 on his back during the Sir Doug Nichols round. You know why 67? Referendum. Very good. You're smart. I like working with a smart bloke. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sucking all that nufty. So I'm, uh, you're very good. You and Duff. It's 1967 referendum. What happened then? Uh, we voted yes to uh, give the Indigenous people of Australia a vote. In the sense, no, and, to, to, and to proclaim them as human beings yeah. and not flora and fauna, which is what they were. It's disgraceful. That's it. Fully include them in this Very, census. very, very significant referendum in Australia's history and a good and a good result. An overwhelmingly good yes Can result. you believe they weren't included in the census until 1967? Yeah, I can. The what white Australia policy, mate. Yeah. I was four years old and the, they weren't still counted. Mm. How old were you? Uh, one. You were one. Yeah. It's still it's, in the UK. But that's another story. In 2016, yep. Buddy married former Miss Universe Australia winner Jacinta Campbell. Yep. The pair have two young children. Uh, celebrity agent Mark Maxson suggest, Markson suggested Buddy had the potential to become Australia's answer to Michael Jordan or David Beckham. Yep. And that they would be posh and becks. Well, did, yeah, did, didn't he? Yeah, I reckon you're right. Yeah. Uh, Franklin is unusually shy, but apparently absurd, absurdly, absurdly photogenic. Okay. So all the photographers say they can't take a bad shot of him with his rugged physicality, blue eyes and easy smile. How good's that? His bashful nature may stem from his humble beginnings. Franklin grew up in the outback, about 170 k's northeast of Perth, with four older sisters. What was the name of the place? Yeah, but Darren's down the road. Okay. Yeah, but he, I don't know what the name, I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. 170 k's northeast of Perth, four older sisters on a small hobby farm that had sheep, goats, horses and a pet donkey. So he's got a history with goats, see? They'll get the goats up at the hinterland. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with he's the goat. No, anyway, no. you know the movie Rabbit Proof Fence? Yes. Have you seen Rabbit Proof yes, Fence? Yes, I have. Yeah. He actually lived on that road. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. So he lived on the road, literally out in the dirt in the middle of nowhere. Okay. That's where Buddy grew up, right? Uh, Franklin's father, Lance Senior, was a bricklayer while his mother, Ursula, was a full-time mum. The nearest community was Dowron, the sleepy Wheatbelt town we all know. Population about 500. The local school was called Ijangding. Only had 12 kids in it. So he went to a school that had 12 kids in the whole joint, not mm-hmm. just his year. The soundtrack, now listen to this. This is the best bit, all right? People start recording this. The soundtrack of Franklin's childhood, this is Bradmanesque, was the self generated thump of leather against corrugated tin. Mm. They had shearing sheds and painted these blue goalposts on the shearing shed. And Buddy, would spend hours, because he had four sisters, right? He spent hours and hours by himself kicking the ball up against, did you know this story? No. Picking, kicking the ball. We should go out there and find that. Yeah. That, that, that would be a story. Would Imagine be. taking Buddy out there and having him kick up against that uh, shearing shed. Well, don't tell anyone else so we can do the story. This, <laughs> this image, this image oh, it's just off the record, right? This image of a young Franklin honing his craft alone in the dusty heat of a remote farm evokes inevitable parallels with another legend from Australian sporting mythology. Don Bradman. The great Don. Hitting the golf ball against the – with a stump against as a bat the, hitting against corrugated iron water tank. Water yeah. tank. Wow. Yeah, and it was a golf ball. So – How good's that? Who are you picking? And I've got more. i got more. Oh, I'm not finished. I've got more. Along with his dedication, Franklin had solid, solid genetics to work with. Lance Senior not only gave his name to his son, but he also had a giant frame. Have you met his old man? I have indeed. He is yes. a big fella. He is. And uh, having played state hockey for Victoria. Okay, I didn't so, know that. Okay. So he had great hand-eye coordination. Ursula was a great netball player. While her brother, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Larry Kickett. Okay. Larry, you know wow. the great Larry Kickett? Okay. Yeah, I do. I what do. a fantastic guy mm. and what a brilliant player he, he was. He is a great guy. Remember he was a great player. East yes. Perth and Claremont? Of course. That's yeah. her sister. It, it, his sister, his sister okay. his, but his mum. As a teenager, Franklin was awarded a sports scholarship to attend Wesley College in Perth, a school that developed other future sporting stars like, start naming them. Uh, ben Cousins. Ben Cousins. Uh, was, it, was it Fife? Was he Aquinas or Wesley? He was Aquinas. Um, okay. A couple of famous cricketers that one playing today for Australia. Can you tell us. The Marsh Brothers. Okay. The Spaldings. Earl and Scotty. Nice uh, 50, 50 uh, again from Mitch Mars last night too. Michael Gardner, David Meisman, Essen, Andrew McDougall, famous player manager. Dougs, Sha- great fella. Yeah. Shay Bolton. Yep. Sam Powell Pepper, Brad Shepard, Hilton Cartwright, Ben Holyoke, Phil Reed, mm-hmm. Jared Schofield. Fair school. 
Franklin's passion for his people stems from his mum. He's super proud of his heritage, the sentiment illustrated by the tattoos on his left arm. Below his shoulder is a portrait of an Aboriginal elder playing the didgeridoo that melds into a series of Indigenous-inspired motifs. This guarded approach, though, um, to his his background, because it's an incredibly complex area, isn't it? It is. You yes. know what I mean? Politics it is. and yeah, it is. that sort of thing. But he did, he did lash out once after George Floyd, the George Floyd incident mm-hmm. in the United States, um, and he highlighted the, some of the racial injustice in Australia, which is in, in, Indigenous Australians make up 3% of the populations and about 30% of the prison population. Yeah. And, uh, and about uh, 11%, 12% of AFL lists now. Yeah, it's is good, great. isn't it? Yeah. And the following year, Jacinta penned a column, that's his wife, um, where she explained why she wouldn't celebrate Australia Day. She said, I've seen my husband well up when talking about his mum and how she used to have to run away with her siblings when they knew the government trucks were coming to take them away from their parents. Mm. Very sad. I'd cel- I wouldn't celebrate Australia Day on the date either, on the 26th. I'd move, if you move it and I'll celebrate it. We should do a politics podcast. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Anyway, who are you picking? Look, I'm... I'm tipping the Dockers, mate. I'm tipping the Dockers too. Um, they're not the favourites, but they're the home team, so we'll pick them. Sorry, buddy. Saturday, very well done, by the way. Very entertaining, oh, yeah. very informative. Saturday, 5.40pm, Adelaide Oval. Oh, big game. Port Adelaide coming off a shocker. Shocking loss to Carlton. $2. Collingwood. $1.82, Jordan Ngoi in serious doubt has missed a couple of sessions with the virus. Really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. So That's who big. I am picking, drum roll, Collingwood. I just think that was pretty poor from Port last week. Just, it's at home and I'm loathe to pick against them, but you can't pick against Collingwood at the moment. They're just getting the job done. Adelaide you Oval. can throw any game style at them and they will get the job done. So Collingwood for me, you? So Brody Majacek, does he come back? Darcy Cameron... I reckon Brody comes back. And, and Darcy Big Cameron. in. They're, they're big ins. Yep. Uh, but will get a few back too. Charlie they, Dixon. Yeah, they get a few back because there were a few missing last week. And Lacey. So who you pick? Jason Horn Francis comes back as well. You get a chance. If you pick Port, you get a chance to draw me even here. Charlie Dixon and Jason Horn Francis come back. Can Scotty I draw him in again? Oh. Okay, I'm picking Collingwood. All you? right, I'll go Collingwood. But All it's right. at the Adelaide Oval, people. It is. It's only going to be nine points. Sunday, 11.10 a.m., GWS in very good form, $1.57 against the Suns coming off a win, but they're inconsistent, $2.40. Monica Oval, Barra, a place you know very well, a Canberra. Mm. Still got the original MCG scoreboard. The Giants have won 10 of their last 11 matches against Gold Coast with the only loss coming by a single point in 2021. The Suns last played at Marnica over in 2015, so eight years since they played in Canberra, a match in which they lost by 66 points. I'm going to pick the Giants, and I'm going to pick them reasonably confidently. You. Really? Mm. Josh Rochelle? Uh, oh, that's the next game. Yeah. Sorry. Marnica over. No, you're right. GWS. Josh Rochelle? Well, that's the suspended. What'd you Monday, make of that? MCG Sunday, one twenty PM, Melbourne, a dollar thirty-three on Tab Touch, Adelaide, three dollars thirty-five. Odds just slipping away a bit from Adelaide due to their very inconsistent form. Mm. Rochelle out, deserved every bit of it. Just brain fade, mate. You, you need to need to just pull your head in. You're mm. a very good player. Mm. Pull your head in. Right. You're gonna really hurt your team this week by not being there. Um, Melbourne <sighs> They're still, I reckon, their best. They've played the best footy of any team the last three, four years, but they haven't produced it for a while. But we saw them find a bit of form last week. We saw um, Gorn's absolutely magnificent performance, albeit it was a very close game. But I think they'll get the job done at the G here and roll on towards September. And I think Adelaide just tapering off a little. Yeah, I think the edge has gone off them. Okay, we're tipping Melbourne. Uh, Sunday, 2.40pm, last game of the round. St Kilda, $1.15. V, North Melbourne, $5.50. This game starts at 2.40pm. St Kilda has won its last three games against North by 34 points per game, keeping them to under 70 points in each game. Um, the Kangaroos scored only 40 points last round, their sixth lowest score since 2021. Second half was horrible against Hawthorne. Um, Clarke not back yet in the um, number one seat, but will be soon. Um, I'm picking St Kilda to win this game. Uh, I think they're very shaky, their form, but they'll get the job done against North. Yeah, Wardlaw's out, Hammy, mm. and the Zerha out for the season, Cinder's Moses. 
Yep, the Saints. Q in the rack, I think, is the metaphor 30 points. Now, Barra, it's time for this. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the Thirsty Camel Mailbag. Thank you, and thank you to Thirsty Camel. Please send your mail into quarters and barra at wanews.com.au. Please include your details and please keep them relatively short, which you never do. We are giving away, thanks to Thirsty Camel, for the last time, and we've got an exciting product next week, but I'll get into it then, Barra. Last time, a beautiful product, nevertheless, this week, um, a carton of Carlsberg Stubbies, my friend. This one from Randall. There's two parts to this. High quarters and Barra. This season, Frio are young and have suffered from a lack of experienced heads on field and perhaps in the coach's box too. Um, which, one, which one or two current players could you see the Dockers targeting in the trade period to fast-track the youngsters' development? I'm thinking the Luke Hodge-type inclusion into Brisbane, someone they wouldn't give up too much for. Thanks for the great pod. And the second part is, could this player be used in a permanent sub-role? Provide guidance to players on the bench early in games and come on in games as a tactical change to provide on-field leadership if required. Using this player as a permanent sub wouldn't take a youngster out of the starting 22. It's a very good point. That's from Randall from Maidervale. On those couple of points, um, uh, really good. I had a chat to Lee Spur, um, which ran oh, today's yeah. paper. He raised the point that he thought... Um, Dom Sheed. He thought, no. Yeah, he thought Dom Sheed. Dom as, Sheed. You're not giving too much away. He also thought... Hayden Young. What do you mean not giving too much away? Well, you're going to get – you're not going to give a first rounder. You're going to – but you have to trade down because they've given away their – Dom Sheed. You want to give away Dom Sheed? I'm saying he, he's saying An he's, iconic player at the club. A guy – you mean you remember 2018 grand final? If you can get something for There's him. There's no frigging way they're giving away Dom Sheed. Anything's on the table apart from Oscar Allen and maybe maybe – uh, Ruben Jinby and probably a lot. Although your kids are off the table, but I think anyone's on the table. It's an interesting point he raises. What the point he made, well, this is the point. He's they saying, need a big inside mid. Well, and well, they've Elliot got, Yo. They've got Take Will Elliot Brody. Yo. Well, okay. The not point, Dom Sheet. But the other thing he's suggesting is he, there's a, the great young leaders at Frio, but what's happening at the moment is the momentum swings in games, mm. and they haven't got the ability to arrest those momentum swings in games. Apart, you're waiting for your coach at halftime and quarter time or whatever. He reckons just a bit more experience, a bit more midfield depth Leadership. is what they want. I can see a player like him. He, interestingly, he mentioned Luke Hodge, Lee. He said, Hayden Young, not, he's not Luke Hodge, but he reminds me a bit of him, you know, mm-hmm. the left footer yep. coming into um, uh, – and he b- agrees with me that he should play in the midfield but not – Full time this year because it's a it's a beast of a role. So and you're you need, saying they need to get a Luke Hodge type in there. I think so. And he's identified Dom Sheed as one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why Dom Sheed? Well, why, he just why not he's, saying, well, he's not necessarily saying he he could go to halfback. He's saying you need experience in game so you mm. can. Yeah, you and can, I get all that, but name names. People like names. So it, 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 who is the? Well, they've got Will Brody. What's happened to him? Yeah, well, he's he's not Luke Hodge. He's a, he's a, no, but he's an. He's Who's your other? Who was the other inside. Hawthorne great? Lewis, Jordan Lewis. He moved as well. Apparently, when Jordan Lewis moved to Melbourne, so I'm good friends with Glenn Bartlett, right? Yep. Chairman of yep. the Melbourne Footy Club at the time. Spent eight years there, recreating the club, turned the club around, got him into a friendship you know, situation, yeah. right? Um, he said when Jordan Lewis said, "I'm coming," that was the most significant turning point in terms of playing. Uh, confidence and um, like we become a destination club because Jordan Lewis has picked us. Mm. That's how powerful it was. Mm. Same with Luke Hodge. Plus, I would imagine the experience he'd bring in and the coaching mm. coaching role he would have played. But that's what you're talking field. about, aren't you, for free oh, now? Yeah, so, yeah, they need experience. So they, they need, need someone. Depth. They don't. They don't need. They, so they probably. I wouldn't take Dom Sheet. Okay, no, Elliot Yo. Anyone else in the AFL? Elliot can Yo, think he's of? had a lot of injuries. Dusty's not the right guy. Goes through the clubs. Who's Geelong? Mitch Duncan, would he come back? Mm. Um, who could you throw a big deal at? You also, what you've got to do is you've got to trade down because they've given away their first and second picks. Yeah. But those old players wouldn't cost you but they've got But they've got later, a lot of later picks that they got in last year, so you could trade down with a combination of those. Mm. So um, maybe if Joel, that, if Joel Selwood was going around, that would be the, that'd well, be the well, perfect well, the, guy. And the alternative is if you just get midfield depth through the draft and you can, you know, that that, that – those players that aren't necessarily going to be superstars, but you can no, turn no, them into no, no. B-plus players. No, it's got to be – mate, it's Jordan Lewis or Luke Hodge. Mm. So you need to – I'm not sure if there's anyone available think of that, that equivalent. I don't think there's Go anyone through the t- Who are the statesman players that are going around at the moment? Hawkins is too old. 
But you want a midfielder, well, you don't you? want a midfielder, mate. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think there's a player available at the moment who's gettable. The Bulldogs, no, Bailey Smith's no good. He's, he's too young. Um, you know, your, your, your Warners at Sydney. Yeah, no, uh, not age right. No, you need an older guy, sort of 28 plus, who's got still three or four years and can come in and be that guy, be the Luke Hodge. It's, 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 throw anything at like a Cochin who's retired. Cochin, Cochin. I old, like it. Bit old. Too old? Yeah. What's he, 31 odd? Yeah. Must be someone else. We'll think of someone. High quarters and Barra. Should the July fixtures in Canberra and Ballarat be used by Tasmanians to confirm the importance of a roof for the proposed new stadium in Hobart? We can get together, Ice House. That's from Michelle. (laughs) I like that reference too. Um, Yes, well, (laughs) it is is pretty cold in Ballarat, and I can tell you that's because it's a hole in the ground. I'm not going to go on into the background. People hate it, but it's actually built in a hole in the ground, Ballarat. That's what it means. Ballarat means a hole in the ground. I thought you were sledging Ballarat and getting ready for all the the abuse. I've been. Mate, they've had a bad week. Yeah. Missed out on the Commonwealth Games. Not going to get all the all the great facilities that are being built. Maybe get some housing. Will they get the housing? What? A How was that guy? What's his name? Daniel Dan, Andrews. Dan Andrews. How's he just coming out? Eight hours notice to the the jokers who run the Commonwealth Games. And then he just rips off the band aid and goes, "Wooshka, we're out." <laughs> you go what? Yeah. And even the figures are a bit rubbery. I heard him today saying it was five or six mil. It wasn't. Like, uh, a five or six bill wasn't pop- wasn't popular before that. I can't imagine he is now. Hey guys, what, what do you mean? He just got re-elected. Yeah, but it, it's still not that popular. What you are can, you gauging you, it on? You, you can gauge. You can. There are ways of being elected, mate. I'm telling you, all the Victorians <laughs> I speak to don't like. Oh, good it. on you, Trumpy. What have you got there, mate? Uh, <laughs> hey guys, what would Eagles the Eagles do if they don't come last this year? They'll beat the Roos here, maybe, and let's say they win the Derby, maybe. That'll bring them up to 17th, barring Kangaroos lost their remaining games, which is likely. Is there any way they could grab another top 10 draft pick somehow? Also, Barra, please get Cousins on for an episode. That was from Sam from Treby. That's a good idea. We should mm. ask but Benny. Mm. But what was his first point? Uh, is there any way they could grab another top 10 draft pick somehow? Well, there is if you tr- split your picks. They're not coming off the bottom, by split the way. Split your pick. No, they're not. <laughs> I agree. You split your picks. Yeah. You're in favour of splitting the picks, are you? I am. Okay. Uh, Hi, fellas. With West Coast all but certain to land the number one pick, there we go, I'd be interested to know some of the factors they may be considering outside of football ability before, one, trading the number one pick for more picks inside top 10 to 15, or two, sticking with the number one and taking Harley Reid. So my question is, would they be considering and how much weight would they place on the following one? A bump in interest, marketing taking Harley Reid at number one. West Coast have not had a number one pick in a very long time. Fan sentiment, it has been a long two years for West Coast and their fans. Would they try and get a gauge on the reaction to keep tra- or, or trade the number one pick? The pressure that comes with being number one pick and how the club and player handle that. WA talent over other states, and he says feel free to add any further left field options. That one was for Chris. Um, well, they weigh up a lot of things, don't they? But I think overwhelmingly... If you want to take Harley Reid, I think you're getting a very, very mm. good player. And I don't think – yeah, look, there would be a lot of pressure on him. And there's going to be wherever he goes because he's going to be the number one pick. But that'll be diluted over time. And it's always tough. We saw that with Jason Horn francis And now you, you would agree. Now mm-hmm. whenever he goes out there, there's a certain amount of pressure. But you sort of forget about that he's number one pick now. But I think um, – It's a big decision for the club. It's a big decision for the club. I, I just think because they need – uh, more depth of young talent, I would split the picks. I was staggered to realise that Melbourne have got the Eagles' first, the Dockers' first pick, yeah. right, from last year. That the, you know, when they did the trade for Jackson, they got the Dockers' first pick. For the, for now the next. it's looking pretty good. And it's like four or five. Yeah, it is now, yeah. Four, mate, can you imagine the Dockers had that? How handy would that be now? But you're not. That's a, they've paid a massive price for yeah, Luke Jackson. They have. I like Luke Jackson though. I think it's an investment worth taking. I'm not against that trade now, even though they finished they're finishing lower than anticipated. I mean, what if they'd finish first? Well, they're they're not going to yeah, no, mate. Mate, there's no use putting in silly hypotheticals that can't happen. Yeah, well, they're either going to finish fifteenth to eleventh. It's yeah. it is the greatest deal ever for the Melbourne Footy Club, and it's it puts them in the frame to be the front runners to trade for Harley Reid with West Coast and get the number one pick and they flick on four and five. The only thing I don't get is I think with the academies and father-sons and all that, 
that it, 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 those picks might come back a bit. The one gets protected. So the one's even more seductive, more yep. more valuable now because it gets protected, gets shielded. So Melbourne, maybe they go for it and they hand the Eagles pick four and five and their next their, their next pick for the year after or something. The Eagles couldn't say no to that, I reckon. No, they couldn't. Absolutely They get not. Daniel Curtin. They get Xavier Dirt. I agree. Zane Dirtsman. Yes, yeah, Dirtsman's younger Dursman, brother, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, but, well, let's see what plays out. You know, one thing's for sure, mate. It's been a horrible year locally, right, for the AFL. But it's going to be a, probably a more interesting postseason oh, yeah. than it has been in season. You're right in the gun. Uh, last one before we decide on a and winner. also for our mates Colin Young and all those guys because oh, they they're get, all right up to their neck in it. This is the grand final week for them. It's mm. about to get busy. Um, hey team, since the AFL has inter- implemented the draft index point system, it's been as a side piece of little relevance, and this idea won't change that. However, to promote trades, could teams instead of trading specific picks trade points? This would allow teams to set more precise prices for players and relinquish fears of the seller soaring up the ladder or the buyer paying overs a la Frio. He agrees with you. Bonus challenge. Name a team that has five Ruckman on its list. Answer. Frio. (laughs) Sorry, I've answered it already. Surely poor list management to have that many list spots and salary tied up in one position. Um, It's confusing as it is draft index. We know what Mm -hmm. it is. You've got to see each pick's worth a certain amount of points, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. God, if you're trading points, not picks. Oh, God, help me, please. Sorry. Uh, great, great idea, Connor from Perth. But so, so, what do you reckon? So, what happened with Luke Jackson then? They didn't need another run. First and second round. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying when they went, to, they had to take him because they well, didn't. He's, he's a hybrid, though. He's, a, he's a, from WA. Mm. He's a unicorn. He's a hybrid. He can play forward. He can play right. He still doesn't. I don't think he or they still know where mm. he's going to settle. But I so, think, they, what we're saying is he, they just couldn't turn him down. No. And also, he might go to West Coast as well. That was the other thing, wasn't it? Well, no, I think they looked at their own list and thought... No, there's no way they looked at their own list. You reckon they looked at West Coast and no, said they, they no, might get no. him? No, they, they, they just had to take him because he he's an absolute star. He could be one of the great players, and we didn't want him going to the Eagles. They didn't look at their own list. If they looked at their own list, they would have taken a midfielder. No, I don't agree, I think. Mate, they didn't need friggin' Jackson. Yes, they did. How? Because he's going to complement their list when he... As he already has... He's had a pretty good year. He's a ruckman forward. He's a forward ruckman. They did not need that. Plus, Don't you like Jai Amos? Don't you think Tracy's going to be yeah, any you good? You need more than one forward. That's two there. I just said two. Yeah, but... You, you don't think those guys are any need, good? We need more than two. Tabernau was there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, do, I think... They, mate, come on. They didn't look at their list. They just they just couldn't turn this bloke they down. they looked at their list. He's a unicorn. They you reckon go, they didn't look at their list and say, how does he fit in with our list? No, this is what will happen. There's Jackson... He wants to go to Frio. He loves Frio. Massive money. You've got you've got the salary cap space. Will you take him? Oh, jeepers! He's not exactly what we need. Five. He's getting old. Is oh, is what's his name going to hold up in the mid? Will Brody going to hold up? Uh, Bundy's retiring. Oh, jeez! We really need a big inside mid, a champion inside mid. Oh, we can't say no. Okay, we're taking him. And they've gone to fifteenth. They've gone to 15th. I think he's more uh, Just address that. Allure. They've gone to 15th. I reckon he's more alluring than that. I think he's, he's got a lot more upside than you think. No, I, I didn't say he hasn't. I'm just saying that they, in the perfect world, they would have taken a brilliant inside mid. And, and mate, they're 15th. I'm right. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I reckon if they were if they, they were in the not, eight, you might be right. Yeah, but they might. I might They've be, had no injuries. But I might be next year when they are in the eights. Then yeah. I might be right. Yeah. So it's not you don't decide over the course of twelve months whether a draft pick was. I the think right they draft thought pick. they were going to be top four this year. Yeah, I don't know. Do they or not? It's well, in their well, strategic thought, plan. Well, I thought they were a chance. I thought they were a chance. Who do we give it to this week, mate? Um, You're a good judge. I am thinking we give it to um, Marie and uh, Marie O'Reilly. And the reasons I do this, this is from a Tuesday, um, uh, some Tuesday correspondence suggesting ridiculing the idea of North Melbourne um, getting, a, getting pick. a priority pick. I love it, Marie. I agree with you wholeheartedly, and for that, I'm giving you But we, do we feed we, – we don't feed negativity, do we? Or what? Oh, no, it's just a good mail. It's just a good email. <laughs> you just like, you just agree with that. Carton of Carlsberg <laughs> Stubby's coming your way. Um, please send your details to quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. We have been brought to you by TabTouch. Better your bet with TabTouch. Please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday to round up this round of football and Barra to see whether Barra 
has caught me in the tipping, or at least edged closer. Go the cats. If you're a fan of the podcast, why not get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. Don't forget to give us a rating or review, and of course, tell your mates. This has been the Quarters and Barra podcast on the game. Subscribe wherever...